Super Slack Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Super Slack Podcast. Uh, today's episode 88. That's two eights together equals 88. Uh, we're back today. Um, you know, we're just doing the thing. We're here. The thing. We're here to talk about some things. Some things. Some things. Some things. We'll list them off of things. Oh, uh, we, uh, we, uh, uh, we, uh, 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 we, we talk about Obi-Wan. We talk about Obi-Wan. Then we talk about a uh, couple other things. We talk about celebrity relationships. We talk about celebrity relationships. We talk about, um, um, celebrity we divorces. We talk about Chet Hanks. We do talk about Chet Hanks. Um, um, and, um, and, um, and, um, um, and then we talk, well, before that, we talk about Elvis. We talk about Elvis. We get like, a little review of Elvis and Moe. Elvis did get a score. <laughs> <laughs> so, like Keith Richards. That's like it's constantly <laughs> coming. That's my Ozzy Osbourne. What if they're asleep upstairs? I was having myself a wank down at the pool. Hey, Sean! I was having myself a wank. Normally, all never mind. But anyway, we talk about. Oh my god! We talk about DC films. We talk about Ezra Miller. Um, and we talk about a lot of train wrecks. A lot of train wreck. We talk about a lot of stuff in this episode. Honestly, I, I don't even remember exactly what we talk about because that's how much we talk about. Indeed. So, you know, you just kind of had to go into this one kind of blind and just like go go with the flow and just kind of stumble upon the topics as we talk about them. Is that Cockney? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Southampton. What are you trying to say? You got a cock on your knee. <laughs> I didn't know. You got a cock on your knee. I wish my cock reached my knee. You don't have that problem? No, I don't. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys in a moment. Peace. Peace. The Super Swack Podcast. What to do with the season two of what we want? I think Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor both said they're open to it. I just don't see how you would be able to put Darth Vader back in it. I mean, you can put, but I don't, you, you, can't, you literally can't make them meet again. No. You can't. No. Because that literally would fuck everything up. Even though. They already do meet again in canon. After this? Yeah. When? Uh, Rebels. They do? Star Wars Rebels, yeah. That whole face mask getting cut off was... That was Ahsoka. What? I know Obi-Wan's in it, and I know Darth Vader's in it, and I'm pretty sure they meet. Pretty sure. No, not 100%, because I haven't watched the show fully, but... Okay. But I know that shot they got from yeah that. that's why it was like symbolic where ahsoka was able to get one side obi-wan got one side but luke was the only one to take it off that's fair yeah i like it yeah. um it's poetry i will say that fight scene got me i just hated how they kept cutting out of it oh yeah I'm i do like, agree with what that. the fuck are you doing you should have just let well especially because it kind of honestly fucks with the timing of the show it does 
because of not only because it kills the momentum, but Obi Wan's able to get there like fucking that. Yeah, it's like it's kind of fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. Um, it's it it just keeps cutting to shit that doesn't even matter because like there's no stakes in what's going on with Reva. Oh, yeah. ready to know Luke and Owen and all them bitches are gonna be okay, right? <laughs> so it's like it's kind of pointless. I was so does. She, my assumption would she go and be like a gray Jedi afterwards. I'm guessing, but that's the thing. We also need not to see her ever again because she literally doesn't show up again ever. She's going to get her own spinoff show probably. And just If you're going to do that, then make her storyline in this her own show to begin with. Yeah, but that'd be interesting if they had an Inquisitor-based show like that. I'd be cool with it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't even know how you would go about writing a show like that. At this point, they're writing themselves into so many fucking corners that it's stupid. Yeah, it, yeah, the writing in general in this this uh, season or whatever it was bad for the most part. Yeah, um, there's, there's definitely things they could have done to fix a couple things. Um, I was sad Cal Castus wasn't in it at all. Yeah, I was like, eh. well, apparently there's rumor that he's getting his own show. I'd be okay with that. No, I wouldn't. Why would we want a Cal Castus show? Because we have already, video games. Yeah, we're already getting the fucking sequel to the game that takes place in this time period so that would make no sense unless they're filling in the blanks of that five years in that show i don't want it that's the only acceptable way to do it because the new game takes place five years after yeah so yeah we can you can see like the some adventures they went on yeah in between i'd be fine with that yeah. everything else fucking no yeah because you can't do anything after the new game because yeah you know what's going on that'd be fucking stupid unless it comes out after the game also I don't know. I would be interested to see where the first fuck up comes between the games and the shows and the movies. Yeah. Like what really fucks everything up because it's going to happen one day. Yeah. Especially at this rate. It's already kind of happened a couple times. Yeah. But I don't know, man. That's just. <sighs> oh, I know what we can talk about. Do it. If you want. What you would have done with Star Wars, just in general. if you were Disney, what would you have done after buying it? With seven, eight, nine, basically. Yeah, with everything. Yeah, with seven, eight, nine, anything else you want to do, like what would you do with it? that? We can go into that. I think that'd be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you might go to college. You may go to school. So, are we already started? You may drive a pink Cadillac. Are we already started? Are we going? I might have to intercut and put that after. That's why. What we just talked about. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, we didn't talk about the Darth Vader and Obi Wan dialogue. We can talk about that because that was yeah. sweet. I, I see. I think the thing I wasn't even. I, I did love the dialogue, but yeah. I think the thing I was actually looking forward to the most was the fight scene because Revenge of the Sith is still like one of my favorite fight scenes yeah. of all time. Um, and honestly, more than anything, the culmination, like the ending of that fight scene, was just fucking. I it felt raw to me, and it was the most emotion I've ever felt. In a like one on one duel, yeah. Just you could feel Obi Wan holding back, and at the same time, when he fucking like jabs at his fucking like compressors and stuff, and you just hear him like struggling to breathe, like I fucking teared up hard. Yeah. Also, when Obi Wan just like lifts all those rocks, that was that shot fucking dope. Yeah, I'm like, all right. That that was th- there was a lot of like very good stylistically shot uh, scenes. Wasn't a fan of the shaky cam though in that 
No. In that fight. I honestly, I barely noticed it because of the fact that I was getting irritated of how much they were cutting in and out. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, can we watch the interesting shit? I know nothing happens to Luke. Let's just go with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, she didn't even need to go to the fucking planet to find him. She should have just died when Darth Vader and her fought. Well, here's the problem, too, is like, I was listening to this, uh, I don't know if you know Star Wars Theory on YouTube. No. Okay, well, he has a podcast, too, and him and his friend were talking about it, and nobody in the galaxy other than Obi-Wan is supposed to know that Darth Vader is Anakin. Nobody knows. It's like one of the biggest kept secrets in the galaxy until Luke finds out, obviously. Reva under knowing would make sense with the context they put it in. Yeah, but then that's the problem because I think Obi-Wan just lets her go at the end and she knows. She knows Luke is Anakin's son. She knows Anakin is Darth Vader. I think it's because he has faith in her. I mean, that's not a great (laughs) fucking reason. Yeah. But at the same time, Jedi don't kill people just because they have information. Yeah. So it's it's like, it, it did fuck with continuity bad. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of shit that should have been left. Yeah. I thought her character was cool just for the aspect of, like, her being one of the younglings that he fucking, like, tried to, like, slaughter. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, and then seeing the... I will say the coolest part of episode four was the uh, Jedi tomb. Inside yeah, that of, was cool. Yeah, inside of... Uh, the fortress inquisitorius yeah i was trying to remember the name of it i knew it's it was a wild a, name it is it's wild it's also it's a tomb basically. yeah it's also a beautiful like i wish they would have put that into uh fallen order now like yeah be able to walk through that as a fucking player like it would be insane yeah but i don't think we're ever going back to that station now yeah, i don't think so but um but yeah the dialogue between when anakin's when darth vader's helmet gets cut open you can see like the he changes like you can tell his eyes are normal mm-hmm. and then it switches back to sith yellow eyes oh yeah and like the blue lightsaber is on his face and it turns to red. it's like he's still conflicted yeah it's fucking intense for sure and then the way obi-wan i mean ewan mcgregor plays it oh he yeah. says i'm sorry for everything i'm like damn yeah he, like you feel like he meant it and like it's honestly still surprising to see him just walk away and leave him knowing everything he has done and could still potentially do i think it's because he finally got like closure for himself. Mm-hmm. Like, no, he's he doesn't feel guilty anymore. Yeah, because you know he's, he even said like my friend is truly gone. Yeah, he's nothing to. Well, and I think it helps that he's like, no, you didn't kill Anakin, I did. Type shit. Yeah. Th- do you think he he said that to make Obi Wan feel better, or do you think he said it like he's too full of himself to even let Obi Wan have that? I think. <sighs> I think he's full of himself, but I think that wasn't necessarily his intention. I think his intention was basically like, hey, you didn't make me. I made myself, and the person I was before is weak, and I'm happy he's gone type of shit. Kind of spitting in his face and like, almost like laughing in the memory of his friend and kind of taking that away from him even more than mm-hmm. like taking all of the hope that he had left for him basically yeah. which is crazy because you know anakin he, he he you can tell he still like cares for obi-wan in a way but he still wants to kill him oh yeah. but he still like cares for him yeah it's, crazy. It, it, it's definitely a tumultuous relationship <laughs> yeah <laughs> um it, it's it, wild for sure it's kind i don't know i had a hard time understanding why he would just walk away from the fight but at the same time i do get it like it would be emotional, like a someone that you basically raised up as a son, but think of as like a brother. Like, that's got to fuck with your head. Yeah. Like, it's, it's one aspect, like, I never really 
put that much thought into until this series because I'm like, yeah, it would have been rough for the first fight regardless. And then you have this vendetta for like 25, 30 years or whatever the timeline. What is it? Like 18 it's years? 10 years and then another 10 before so, New Hope. So 20 years 20 total. Years. total yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's like 20 years and he has this like giant grudge and you just think he's like a big shithead until you go to uh, Empire Strikes Back and then you found out more and then you still don't 100% know everything and you figure out more in Return of the Jedi and you're just like, this is some backwards writing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah and i think it the way the fight ended kind of it makes sense with their meeting again in new hope when he says last time we met uh, i was but the student now i'm the master yeah like it's, it still makes sense because darth vader didn't beat obi-wan yeah it, it i was really worried it was gonna fuck with that phrase alone yeah i was just like how are you gonna have these two f- dudes fight you can't give darth vader the win because it fucks with what was said but you can't like definitively have obi-wan like kill the dude because obviously yeah yeah. it's just it's a real it was a real unnecessary show yeah i don't i don't think the show in theory is unnecessary because there's a lot of like time in between episode three and new hope because even after this show the jump to a new hope when obi-wan like sacrifices himself that's kind of like a jarring like jump I think there's stuff in between to where you can like map it out and understand how he got to that point to where he feels like he has to sacrifice or he's okay with sacrificing himself. Yeah. Um, I see, I see, I see that, but I also have multiple conflicting feelings. Um, one thing is he plans to train Luke. Yeah. But he cuts himself off from the force. So he, he cuts himself off from the force before, luke's but before he even wants to train luke well no because he goes to him he goes to owen and he's like oh yeah he's, he's gonna need the, training yeah he's gonna need training and i'm like then who fuck is gonna train him if you cut yourself off from the force yeah it, it, it's one of those things that just i like, didn't think about that line it, i mean there's a lot of just little shit that they like peppered in that's like unnecessary I that think kills that's lazy stuff. writing it is um but like i mean i don't know man there's a lot of problems with it i did enjoy the show overall i just felt like if you were going to do an obi-wan story there are a lot more interesting stories you can do than hey we're just going to go back to darth vader i did love that fight scene i did i do love the relationship between obi-wan and darth vader and it added a little bit to it but you could have done that in an episode yeah there's more bad things than good there's like highlights in the show but overall it's just it was like a lot of filler i would have rather seen a live action version of like the final fight between darth maul and obi-wan from rebels mm, okay like that would have been more interesting well apparently the original writer of the show well it was originally going to be a trilogy of movies and oh ewan mcgregor was down for it and almost signed on but it got shut down because of what's how solo performed in the theater in the box office I which has would, nothing to, i'm like how are you gonna like shut obi-wan is like a people would go to see those fucking movies i mean and people still honestly went and saw solo just yeah. maybe not the way they wanted to yeah but i think the other big thing is you actually have an actor who's like seasoned in this role it's not some for lack i don't mean to be disrespectful okay unknown actor going and reprising this role it, he's basically ewan mcgregor in uh phantom menace yeah like going in with no knowledge 
or like of how this person's going to act, people are going to be a little bit like trepidatious of what they're walking into, especially because Harrison Ford is a hard person to imitate. Yeah. Like Alec McGinnis, like Ewan McGregor killed that. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Like that was fantastic from the first film. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't get a whole lot of Harrison Ford Han Solo vibes. You can, you can see it like every now and then in the movie, yeah. even when you hear it. But for the most part, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, he's just too fucking smiley. Yeah. It bothered me the entire film. <laughs> yeah. Like I've only seen it one time. <sighs> in the theater. I've only seen it one time on Disney Plus. I mm. couldn't even make myself go to the theater yeah. for it, honestly. And apparently so the, yeah, the Obi-Wan was going to be a trilogy of movies and the first movie is basically what they translated and turned into the season. So that's why they a 2-hour whatever movie got stretched into almost well five six hours series so there could be three seasons. so there's a bunch of just filler that they added in to make it that make it turn into a season. that's why it felt so fucking like, you can tell yeah so who knows that i mean i don't know and then yeah so it was gonna be a fucking three movies so and that sucks we never get it, that. it really makes me wonder what the initial plan is when they paused everything and had to do rewrites well, yeah, that original writer came out and said it was supposed to be way darker than it was. Which I would have preferred, yeah. personally. And it was going to delve more into his mental state, like it, how it hints at the beginning of the series, but it kind of like goes away from it quickly. Yeah. It was going to delve deeper into that. I so. will also say I hope Hayden Christensen gets a couple of extra acting roles again. Yeah. I've kind of missed him. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I know he wasn't like the most widely like acclaimed actor at the time, but I love Jumper. He was getting Jumper, he's getting Takers. Uh-huh. Um, what's he's gonna shatter one, glass was that one where he goes in for a heart tr- surgery or transplant or something and he's like awake for the whole thing and he can hear the doctors talking about how they're like just gonna botch it on purpose because they're gonna get paid anyways that's not awake is it because if it's awake it that's be. justin timberlake no 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 no, no. okay I know so it's something hayden, else then yeah i know it's a hayden christensen okay. movie what awake you never heard of awake no with just jt no yeah. what's it about i don't even know but i know i had the dvd <laughs> give me one second my parents did hayden uh christensen i am um, not sure failure obi-wan such a beautiful fucking like the, the the dialogue especially at the end was beautiful yeah um what is it called i didn't realize he actually was like still somewhat sort of acting and I forgot that he vo- did voiceover for episode nine. Oh yeah, for everybody fucking did though. Well, yeah, what was the line? <sighs> something, something, something. Ray, <laughs> forget. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, Ray, what? No, it's Ray. Ray Skywalker. Awake is him. It is him. Yeah. What the fuck was I thinking about? I don't know. Oh, I'm in time. See. Yeah, I actually like that movie. Is that JT? A lot. That's, that's yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's JT and um, Jessica Biel. Amanda Seyfried. Oh, that's Jessica Biel and Awake. No, it's Jessica, Jessica Alba. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. It's one of those Jessica bitches. You're thinking JT Women. and Jessica Biel because they're married. Yeah, but I mean that's fair. They're built to last. Please explain. And JT and Jessica oh, Biel. Yeah, you, isn't she vegan though? And like he's not. I mean, they're still together. Yeah, that's true. They're built to last. There's a there's a few Hollywood couples that you can tell they're built to last. 
Um, Josh Volts and Kelly Preston before she passed away, they were both alive. Even though a lot of people were like, it's a cover because he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, even though it's oh, a yeah. second marriage, that yeah. one seems legit. Did you see him yell at the paparazzi a few weeks ago? Yeah, because someone tripped his wife. <laughs> like, I, when you have Tom Hanks cussing at you, he you not only up. yell, he said fuck. He said fuck. Oh, he like, never says oh! fuck. <laughs> Tripping my wife. Oh, he's my. like, back the fuck up. I was like, that's legit. What? <laughs> what? That's legit. It was wild. Yeah. Um, now I'm trying to think of other ones because I honestly thought Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt were going to really stick it out I for really a long time. I really did too. That one surprised me. I always hoped that he would get back together with uh, Jennifer Aniston to kind of like. Yeah. That would be kind of cool, but it never happened. Um, uh, I used to think uh, Sandra Bullock and Jesse James was going to be a thing. <laughs> Until he started <laughs> fucking, fucking around. Yeah. Uh, what a different, like, choice in two different Sandra women. Sandra Bullock's a very attractive woman. I he think she's attractive. Up. I oh, think like, he fucked up. For sure she's attractive. But, like, to go from, like, all Amer- like Miss America, basically, to Kat tattooed punk chick. Did you know Kat Von D is Mexican? Uh, honestly, I don't think I could have ever told because of the fact that, like, yeah, she's fucking. Mad. I didn't know that oh, either until I looked into because she married this one musician, um, this singer. It's in a group called Prayers. They're like a goth kind of band, mm-hmm. and the singer's Mexican. And so I follow him on Instagram, and he's married to Kat Von D, and they have a kid. And yeah, she's fucking Mexican. Huh? She's out there speaking the Spanish and everything. That's wild. Yeah, I never knew. I remember my mom used to watch that fucking show all the time. And Miami then, Inc. Uh, yeah, that one. L. A. L. A. L. A. It's one of the yeah. Because she started off on Miami and went to had her own one with L. A. Yeah. Uh, she had like a her secretary later lady had the split tongue, and I was like, that was the craziest fucking thing Imagine in the world that. to me for so long. Imagine with that. Nope, uh, we're not even going to continue that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I assume it'd be interesting. Yeah, but I think it wouldn't be intense. <laughs> We're just going to stop. We'll talk about it later. Um, but yeah, another wow. couple of fucking... Um, who the... F- there's so many. I was, uh, there's plenty of dark oh, jokes. Oh, Judd Apatow me. and uh, Leslie Mann? Yes. Yeah, they're, they're both the last... I think Kevin Smith and his wife are going to last forever. Oh, yeah. Jennifer Schwalbach. That's her name? Yeah. Well... Yeah, she still hasn't changed her last name, but I don't think they normally. I think they do like in private, but like for the like explain for like the Hollywood world, they keep their own last name because you never yeah. see. Yeah, well, she she was a uh, uh, journalist before they met, so if uh, she was gonna keep writing, she was gonna keep going under her old name. Yeah, so because that's actually how they met was she was doing uh, interview with him. Because there was a lot of rumors going around that he uh, ghost wrote uh, Goodwill Hunting. Ah. And he was on a press tour for Dogma or Chasing Amy, one of those two. And uh, basically, she was just doing an interview with him. And I don't remember how he said it happened, but he ended up like bagging a date with her and had her go to like some award ceremonies and stuff. And then. If you ever get a chance, go listen in to uh, An Evening with Kevin Smith, and you can hear him talk about how he, the first time he had sex with his wife, he was sporting an open wound on his dick. Yeah. Uh. Because she was grinding up against his dick, and like the zipper just constantly was like cutting at him. 
And he was like, I'm just not going to say anything. Let's go. <laughs> like, you fucking moron. Oh and then God. he's like, and I'm sure my wife will find this extremely flattering, but it was like sticking your dick in battery acid. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. I can only imagine. Right. Yeah. Awful. Um, other than that, man, honestly, okay. it's weird. Oh, uh, Chris Hemsworth and his wife. That one's been a pretty strong one for a while. Oh, he's dating that. Married. Latin, Latin chick or married to a Latin chick from Fast Five. Brazilian, yes. Yeah. yeah. Brazilian. They have like three kids or something. Speak shit. Portuguese. <laughs> it's different. It is different. Even though I honestly assumed it was just Spanish. It's not. Until I was like 20. Jesus. But, well, obviously it wasn't that late because I was friends with Nate O'Leary and he can't shut the fuck up oh about stuff God. like that. So. Yeah. The non Mexican. <laughs> oh, shit. I hope he did. <laughs> oh, shit. That's great. We said it with love. I said it with love. Um, yeah, I can't think of any other couples. I'm really trying to like think die of die hard ones. Um, can't say Bruce Willis and anybody. Can't say Alec Baldwin and anybody. Um, he kills marriages and kills people. <laughs> oh my god, that was fucking awful. Celebrity <laughs> marriages. I was going to say one really dark, but if I say it, you have to edit it because you forgot to edit last week. I did, but then I ended I was like, you know what? I'll let it pass. I, was gonna say, I mean, it's very bad, but... I was going to say that's a relationship that'll never end. <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> Rough. All right, all right. When Let's I did see. listen back to that episode, when I realized I forgot, I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> we were so worried about it, too. Yeah. Um... Oh, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Yeah, that one I believe will last forever. They're like forever. 10, years a, 10 years apart, too. Really? Yeah, he's like... she's de- He's definitely older. Oh, wait, he's like 43 or some shit, and she's like 36 or something like that, or 34. Yeah. I don't know. What about Beyonce and Jay-Z? You think that one lasts? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't even think of that. John Legend and uh, Chrissy Teigen? Don't give a fuck. <laughs> don't give a fuck. <laughs> he, uh, ruined, he almost ruined La La Land for what me. What about the Beckhams? Bend it like Beckham? Uh, yeah, yeah, they will. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal and Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah, you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, because um, they're both in Batman movies. Exactly. He was doing a bunch of press, and they're, they're, everyone was thinking he was uh, gonna play Harvey Dent because it was gonna be like uh, him basically playing his wife's love interest in a different yeah. film. Like it was real cheesy, but he's like, now she was. He's like, now my kids don't get mad at me when they're like, well, yeah, but mom was in Batman. What the fuck were you in? <laughs> That shitty Green Lantern movie. <laughs> Where is Harvey Dent? <laughs> Fucking love those movies. Uh, Denzel oh! Washington's been with his wife for like 36 years. That one is forever. Freddie Prince Jr. Sarah Michelle Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's meant to be. Oh yeah, and Denzel too. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I have no idea who his wife actually is. She's um, a woman. <laughs> uh, Channing Tatum, I thought, and him and his wife are going to last forever, but Me that too. fell apart. Now he's dating Zoe Kravitz. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill is forever. That's forever. Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones. He's dating Zeta Jones. Zoe Kravitz? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones, even though they're like 20 years apart, that's how Bill's last. Here's, They've been together forever. Here's a test. Zendaya and Tom. I hope so. I that, really do. Because they seem, seem like perfect to me. Yeah. yeah. It would almost be sad. be like watching mom and dad break up. Yeah. Or like brother and his girlfriend, I guess, because he's like, he's younger than us, isn't he? Who? Tom. Uh, I think he's like a year younger than us. Why can't I think of his last Tom name? Tom Holland. Thank you. Yeah, he's about a year. Younger, yeah. A year or two. Uh, Tom Brady and Giselle. Yeah. She, she's worth more than him. I so. know, right? <laughs> he doesn't have nothing to lose. Uh, 
Who the fuck is Gwyneth Paltrow? Man? Oh, oh, oh! Even Mendes and Ryan Gosling. That's oh, built yeah. to last. Hundred. Uh, I would say Olivia Munn and what's his name, but that just ended. Jason oh. Sudeikis. I'm glad. <laughs> now I got an opportunity. <laughs> I've always had a I will say the next movie or the movie that she directed that's getting ready to come out I'm so excited for uh, she's directing it uh, you know which movie I'm talking about no with Florence Pugh oh you're talking about Olivia Wilde yeah that's correct that's my bad yeah Olivia Munn is the attack of the show Foxy Foxy mm-hmm. yeah. I realize but it was her that was married to Jason Sudeikis right no that was Olivia Wilde okay I changed my answer. That one, yes. I'm excited yeah. for that movie, too. It looks wild. I, I get it. Did you notice that there's another scene, like, you know, Midsummer, where she watches the guy fall, and she's like... Oh, yeah. And in the movie trailer for this movie, that chick's on top of the house, and she's like... <laughs> oh, <my." laughs> I really want to watch Midsummer because Midsummer just passed. Did it? Have yeah. you seen it before? Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. Okay, okay. Of course. Okay. It's fit. Fucking one of my favorite movies of all time now at this point, honestly. It really is. Um, I just, I, I can't believe he had the balls to open a movie like the way he did. Oh my God. <laughs> that was some of the most pain I have ever felt watching any film ever. I'm like, really? This is how we're going? God. Just prepare for the rest of the That movie. brought me, so, just due to like my own family trauma. Yeah. That was the most like one for one realistic shit I have ever seen. Like it was fucking awful very elaborate way to do it but yeah oh especially if you're taking other people out at the same time you're like a lot of hoes a lot of hoes penelope cruz and javier bardem that's built to last harrison ford and calista flockhart yep dak shepard and Kristen bell oh yeah yeah all right what about ones that surprised you that ended oh the biggest one emily blunt john krasinski oh fuck dude they are like my what i aspire to be yeah type of fucking relationship fuck yeah um fuck you yeah. celebrity couples uh that you thought would last that one that didn't yeah like you said angelina jolie and brad pitt um Channing tatum and whatever her name was <laughs> what <laughs> they were in that movie together and she's the only Isn't he's the only one we know years or something like that uh, Jen, well, that's random. Jenna Dewan. Who? Jenna Dewan? No. That's her name. She's fire. <laughs> Toby Maguire got a divorce. I didn't know that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. That's the last one. Australia. Oh, he's a like, they're not divorced. Making country music in Australia. That's the one that honestly surprised me the most. Oh, yeah. That was a. Yeah. Uh, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. Yep. The surprising celebrity divorces? Yes. Okay. Um. I'm feeling so lonely, baby. What about... I don't know half of these motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, Billy Ray and Tish Cyrus. Tish. <laughs> I don't know who the, I'm assuming that's... I don't know if it's... That's Miley's mom. That's their mom. That's her. Oh, I don't fucking oh, know. Vanessa Hudgens and Austin Butler. They were together for nine years or some shit like that before they broke up. Who's she with now? I don't know. Some white guy. I Oh, what? He was a white guy. <laughs> I was under guy. the impression they were still together, honestly. No, I mean, that's, I mean, good for him. Yeah. Oh, good for absolutely. him. I mean, they're like. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm reading this article and like most of these happened in 2022. Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth were never married. They were married? 
Yeah, but like for like a couple months or something like that. Couple months. <laughs> uh, no, they've been together for, or at least been together for eleven years, which is surprising. Her name's Jenna Dewan. That's what I just said. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> Uh, the one, another one that really surprised me, Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck. Oh yeah. That one seemed like fucking out of nowhere. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Uh, they look fucking high. Did you know Gwyneth Paltrow was, they do. (laughs) Did you know Gwyneth Paltrow was married to Chris Martin? Oh, from uh, Coldplay. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. I had no fucking clue. Oh, Chris Pan and Ferris. That was a surprise. When they broke up? Yeah, that one honestly kind of hurt me. It was yeah. weird. No, like, not hurt me, but it, it made me feel weird. Amber Heard and Elon Musk, they put that on there? That doesn't seem like a real couple. Elon Musk and Grimes, is that what you just showed me? No, Amber Heard. I don't know why they put that on there. They were together for, like, a I couple know. months. He was, who the fuck is that? Antonio Melan- Banderas? Melanie Griffith and Antonio Banderas. I have no who, idea who she is, but she doesn't look like someone he would date. I just always think he looks like he smells good. <laughs> He's getting another Puss in Boots movie, too. <laughs> You're going to end that puss. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting another puss. another puss. Oh, shit. I forgot about them. Uh, Rachel Bilson and Hayden Christensen. They have kids, I think. A kid she looks a kid. really familiar. She's from one of those oh, like OC or some shit, one of those shows type of thing. She, You know who she looks like? Ooh. Let me see her one more time so I'm not saying it and feeling stupid. She looks like Cindy Crawford. She looks somewhat similar to the chick who plays uh, Sue Storm in the Fan Four Stick. Oh, um, she plays Starlight in the Boys. Something Mara, not Rooney. That's her no. sister. No, the other Mara, Kate Mara. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What's is is that the same chick who plays Starlight in the Boys? Feel like it is, but I don't think I, I haven't seen the Boys really. So. Did you have uh, you watched any of the new season? I've watched, dude. So I, I haven't Did had you a chance the to watch the scene. Yeah, I watched the wait. Or I think we're talking about the same scene, the penis scene. Yeah, yeah. I've never, Fucking, I would never cross my mind to make shit. that. That's exactly my thoughts. I was like, who comes up with this shit? It was one of the wildest scenes. Like but, I would have maybe thought maybe I right that he'd go in his ass. Well, or something. And that's like that. why they did it because of all they were uh, doing interviews. So they're like, we did it to pay homage to all the jokes about Ant Man crawling up a Thanos's ass. And we were like, this is just our way of doing that, basically. Dig. <laughs> that was disturbing. Well, and then after he kills him, uh, other people come in and see that he did it. And he's like, oh, shit, I got to fucking hide what happened. So I'm going to try to crawl up their ass and do the same <laughs> yeah. thing. I was like, oh, my God, no. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I didn't know they were dating. Aaron Rodgers and Olivia Munn. What? Three years they were dating. Good for him. That's wild. Fergie and Josh Dumile. That's a surprise. You didn't know about that one? Are they divorced? Yeah, announcing the in his joints. Yeah. What about uh, Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. What I, about Demi Moore and Bruce Willis? Not a surprise. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson and Roman Doric? Isn't she on like her potentially third husband now? Who's that? Isn't she on her like third husband, I basically? So, yeah. Or getting ready to? So. Colin Jost? Um... Who is oh Elizabeth Hurley and Hugh Grant and Amy Poehler and Will Arnett? I didn't know they were fucking married. Really? Yeah, I had no. That idea. doesn't seem right. That they were married? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm like. Mm. Oh, Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green. That they were together for a while. 
honestly, this n- new relationship she's in just seems like it's going to end in like a double suicide. She kind of really downgraded. Doesn't sound shit. I mean, I agree. MGK's a bitch. Did you see? They he, seem like fucking insane. Did with you see each other. what he just said recently, like a couple days no. ago? He said uh, he almost committed suicide while he was on a phone call with her. He was like on the phone and he had a shotgun in his mouth. Apparently, I'm like, no, he didn't. You don't just announce that to the. Just, that makes you look like a fucking lunatic. No, anybody who's actually going to do that doesn't just say they did that. And on stage, he uh, I think it was last night or today, he broke a bottle on his head and started performing with them while he was bleeding still. Like, he's so pretentious. He is very fucking pretentious. Like, when Marilyn Manson did that shit, you believed it because he's fucking crazy. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Miley saw you, you already said that. You know what relationship I'm surprised didn't end in divorce? Mm. Kurt Cobain. <laughs> and uh i can't even think of her fucking name now courtney love it ended with other things their daughter is very pretty they have a dog i didn't even know Yeah, she's about our age and she might be older actually i'm gonna look up you better look that up i'm confused john cena nikki bella that was a surprise when i learned about it i started to feel like it was way too uh overdue not overdue it felt like a relationship for show they had a reality show together. Yeah. Or I think it was hers, mainly. The yeah, Bellas. The, the Total Bellas. It was fucking stupid. Uh, children. Francis Bean. Oh, so lonely, babe. Wow. I'm, How old is she? She kind of looks like her mom. Let me see. Yeah, she's not bad looking. Um, Let's see. Uh, 92, so 29. Oh, okay. Or almost 30 this year. She got us by two years. She'll be thirty in August. Oh, I know Melanie Griffith. I don't wait. Know. I don't know. What she she's looks in. like Jane Fonda. That's why I'm confused. That's why I was confused yeah. too. I have no fucking clue who she is or what she's done. Oh, that was Tom Cruise and uh, Katie Holmes. That's a surprise. That was a surprise split. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it makes sense. Why do they put just one Jennifer Lopez in relationship? <laughs> you need Jennifer Lopez, and Mark Anthony, and A Rod, and Ben. And Ben. One and a half times. Yeah. <laughs> um, who, who else? Who else did she date? Some backup dancer. Um, <laughs> I think he turned out to be gay. Um, I don't even have to look up the whole list. All right. Because there's at least seven or eight. Low boyfriends. Oh, Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Phillip- Phillippe. They have a... Have you seen their daughter? She looks just like Reese Witherspoon. I didn't know they actually ever like worked together in real life. Yeah, they they made a they they came together one night and made a child. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez has seven husbands, boyfriends, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, exes. Uh, so Alex Rodriguez. Dr- ah, it just doesn't feel Look right. Look at her daughter on the left. Oh, very similar. It was crazy. They didn't date. Did they? Didn't they? Date. I'm sure they did things. We're linked. A few months. No, I don't. Fuck. That doesn't count. Uh, Casper Smart. Is that the museum? That's the backup dancer. <laughs> On and off again relationship who was 17 years her junior. Dang. And they were together for two and a half years. Wow. Uh, and then Mark Anthony, Ben Affleck, Chris Judd. No, uh, no idea who that is. Paramet in Spain. Uh, he was hired to direct her music video for Love Don't Cost a Thing. 
My love don't cost a I don't even know if that's how the song goes. Cause it I, is. <laughs> you never uh, heard that? No. And then Diddy? Oh, I remember that. Remember that Eminem line from Marshmallow's LP? Sorry, Puff, but I don't give a fuck if this chick was my own oh, mother. mother. I'd still fuck her with no rubber. rubber. Come inside her and have a son and a new brother at the same time and just say that it ain't mine. <laughs> that was a raw fucking line. It's wild. Uh, That's when he was good. Oh, Johnny Noah. I don't fucking know. Who are these people? <laughs> uh, well, he was with first husband, Cuban waiter. Oh, so he was gay? <laughs> Uh, met while she was filming Blood and Wine in 97. And then now back to Ben Affleck. Alright. So we also both watched a movie this week separately. I hunger for your ass. Oh my god. And I mean you were mostly singing it. You know what it is. You know what the fuck we're talking about. Elvis the Pelvis. Elvis the Pelvis. People um, are trying to cancel Elvis now. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny how many times the word cancel was used. I was like, it felt it felt cringy because it almost felt like they were trying to put in a word that didn't mean what it meant. It didn't mean then what it means now. Like they, yeah, they cancel. I was just like, they're trying to cancel. <laughs> Mm, that's not how they said it before. Yeah, but it was it, it was still fantastic. It was a fantastic. Uh, Austin Butler deserves a nomination oh if nothing God, else. Yeah. Like we, we won't we won't go over the whole film. Just a couple crazy quick bits. Um, I felt like Tom Hanks' character was slightly distracting from like a lot of the important shit, but at the same time, it was also a really important role. And it's hard to figure out what you could have cut out of this film. Yeah. It, yeah, it's too long, just slightly for me. Okay, I, I, I like I said, I could see that. Um, I almost think. See, I'm trying to think of a scene where they could have cut something out, but nothing comes to mind. I mean, technically, you could have cut that BB King scene, but I liked that scene. I like that the scene. tutti frutti scene. That was cool. Yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah, you could have done without it in the grand scheme of things, because while it did give him a reason to like say fuck you, basically, he had like three other things that gave him reasons to say fuck you before he finally did it. Um, I'm gonna show you what the real Elvis is like. <laughs> Um, and like that, that, uh, baseball field scene was fantastic. It was intense. It, it was like kind of suspenseful. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was great. And did you, when he started like, when, when, you know, when he started just like moving and shit, did you get erect? <laughs> uh, no, but I'm assuming there were people around me that were getting around the, the equivalent of, yes. yes. I mean, I mean, yeah. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> it, it was, you start screaming like the chicks in his oh first my performance. God. Ah! Just start grabbing at his wang. Yeah. <laughs> like, Get off of my son. Why are you trying Please to don't hurt my baby? <laughs> I don't think they want to hurt him. I think they want him. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, I was sad that they actually cut away from that. I wanted him to finish the line. You know, for some reason while watching it, I was thinking it was rated R. I don't know why. I was worried about it being rated R yeah. uh, when we got into it, but like, I think Baz Luhrmann has a good, does a good job of making it feel strangely gritty. 
Um, but at the same time, like beautiful visuals, it's very elegant. Oh yeah, it's editing that movie had to been a pain in the nuts. Oh, that's see, that's what my thought was too. Is like because especially when he has like the multiple frames and so many shots, yeah. and it's just going back and forth. I'm like, you have to take a shot there, shot there, shot there, shot there, clip them together, and it's just like. And then the newspaper, the moving newspaper was fucking cool. Like, there was a lot of visual aspects that were fantastic. Shit I would never think to do. Yeah. Um, it was definitely extremely artistic. Yep. Um, the inclusion of the modern music, like the Doja Cat and Denzel Curry, it didn't bother me. It still bothered me. I noticed it, but it didn't, like, take me out or anything. Yeah. I mean, I was happy. I, I, I would have been slightly more okay with it. If we didn't have like lyrics to go along with it, I think that's the part that bothers me. Because I'm like, you're making a movie about Elvis. Yeah, but you gotta. That's what Bosleman does, though. He literally does that in every movie. Well, and I get that, and that's fine. And it doesn't. But I if you're know. making a biopic about someone who has some of the most legendary music ever, yeah. Why do you need anybody else's except for the stuff that influenced him? Right. Why do I need to hear Doja Cat playing over all these Cadillacs in 1950? Yeah. Like it just it bothered me okay uh, it just for my own per- i can see why I-, I can definitely look past it and appreciate the rest of the film but it was just one of those things that was just like it was an eye roll moment for me mm. more than anything else i i thought everything else was perfect the you'd way be happy if they played the eminem song no i didn't want that either i, I- roll up like the bottom of a toothpaste tube you know <laughs> <laughs> you know how many better songs you could have picked from that era for him to be listening to driving through and even if it wasn't from that era fucking throwing just throwing bb king yeah like it's the easiest thing you can do especially you're already showing him but they don't play a single fucking bb king track no like pay homage to him maybe a little bit more and then i'd have been hey that like it at least makes sense but other than that i mean like austin butler fucking kills it yes uh visually it amazed me more and more at every stage of his life that you go through. I was like, oh, they're probably just going to make him look like the same dude for the majority of the movie. Like, no real alterations to, like, his face or nothing because Hollywood gets lazy. Every fucking time you could tell that there was, like, a big jump in time, he looked more and more visually, like, especially in his face, like... They, yeah. they deserve an Oscar for makeup, if nothing else. Yeah, because young Elvis, like in the 50s at the beginning of the movie, they, I don't think they did anything to Austin Butler's face no. at all. But then uh, once you get into the 60s, when he comes back from Germany, you can tell they like made his face like fuller. And then they uh, tan, they kind of tan oh, yeah. a little bit. The tan. tan is what really did it Yeah, for me. But yeah, there's certain shots where you're like, damn. And even more than that, though, the things that make it seem like you're just watching Elvis is like he like just got his like mannerisms and everything. Down. Like, oh yeah, he's yeah, just studied the shit out of that, drenching in sweat, just fucking going at it. Yeah, and, like, he looked like he put a lot of heart in that. I, I had someone ask me today. They're like, "Did do you think he did at least as good of a job as Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury?" And I think he did way better. It's hard to compare, but because i think for i think rami malik did fantastic but i think this was just a step above for me yeah this is it was really good um because i'm trying to think of other ones like taron edgerton is uh alan john was supposed but i didn't see the movie i haven't seen it yet either but i heard that's good but yeah this is my favorite like biopic uh performance yeah um you can definitely tell that there was that baz lerman is an extremely passionate director and he definitely had the things he wanted to show and i think that 
they really drove home how much uh, the colonel fucked over Elvis. Mm-hmm. I do wish they would have focused on maybe a couple other aspects. Like, mean, like you were talking, like his dad probably being like a much larger force and like kind of fucking him over. You see it in the one scene, but not really a whole lot other than that. I just wish we saw more Elvis in general to learn more about him. Because, like, we learned little things about him, but I think it focused more so on his showmanship and everything. Yeah. We really didn't see a whole lot of his, like, personal stuff you got glimpses of it but yeah i love the captain marvel stuff yeah like, i thought that was really cool yeah um i don't know like you can definitely sympathize with him and it, it is weird because especially if you look at it in the context of like the world we live in the south has always seemed more puritanical and like super religious but in this it was like the north like new york and stuff like that was trying to stop what he was doing because it was uh doing things to people's daughters that they weren't comfortable with was it the north though because that senator where the fuck he was the one holding the white power rally whatever the fuck he sounded like he was southern he it was the senator of new york was it in the film at least okay. is what they were saying all right so it's yeah like, it was it's crazy times and i wish they would because that movie really didn't do any favors towards elvis when it comes to how he got the music and how his relationship with black people was. Yeah. Cause he was friends with MLK. Oh yeah. He, oh, he was, was. Yeah, he was, he was deep into the civil rights movement and shit and they didn't really show that. See, and I don't think that's something that he's ever really gotten enough credit for yeah. because people have always been like, Oh, like he just stole black, black people's music where like, and people have called him racist. I'm like, I don't get how you get that. I'm like you just research. Maybe. <laughs> right. I mean, and he yeah, grew pe- up. People have said the same thing about fucking Eminem just because he does black music, though, too. So Yeah, they did literally like, the same. They come, they grew up in these places. They actually liked the music that mm-hmm. they were, well, Eminem didn't cover any music, but Elvis was essentially covering music that he loved. Oh, yeah. The only problem, the only reason why people think he stole it is because that's the music that got him popular because that's the music that he was exploited yeah with you. he he had very few originals that i know of yeah a lot of his popular songs are cover songs that's not really his fault was that protest song that's during... a cover song too that was a cover yeah okay I in the movie sure. they show him writing it but he didn't write it. that's why i was like uh, yeah strange yeah, but... Yeah, he it, but yeah um but yeah he didn't steal black music because there and you see at the beginning of the movie when they're at the carnival and that kid brings the record yes and then that his manager's talking about this colored music and all this other shit, but he's like, he's white. And that's when the manager's like, oh shit. Because he knows the music sounds good, but he's not going to promote a black artist. Oh yeah, because I mean, it would be career suicide yeah. back then. Yeah, so he saw a white guy doing it, so he's going to exploit the shit out of him. Oh yeah. So it, it, it definitely made me feel gross towards the end yeah. about what I was watching. Like it, That part felt real to me. Yeah. And oh my god, that last performance was fucking insane, especially when it switches to actual Elvis, and you're just yeah. like... He's in such bad shape, but he can still sing his ass off, oh and it's like God. sad. I teared up. Oh yeah, I did too. I was but like, that, that was the one moment I thought I was gonna be like more emotional throughout the whole film. That's the one issue I have with like. I think it might have been just like the pacing. It's where, very chaotic. It is pacing. very chaotic. Um, but like even the moments where I felt like there was a lot of real emotion and it was actually really fucking sad. Like I was just still trying to catch up from just going a hundred miles an hour. So it's like. 
Yeah, and that there's they go obviously they go through different time periods, but I feel like they don't stick with a certain time period too for too long. Yeah, and like there's certain things that they could have held on for longer. Oh, 100 percent. Like even when they do the montage of him in Hollywood doing all the movies. Oh yeah, we really don't spend time with any of that. No. It's just boom, it goes. You by. see a couple clips from a couple. Yeah, films. I'm like they don't even delve into that at all. Yeah, no, it it did suck that we got to we did miss out on a lot of that, but at the same time it's like. This movie was already two hours and 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, and like, that's why I think they could have cut some of the Tom Hanks shit out, Yeah, if anything, and then put more Elvis in it. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I think... See, and that's the thing. Like, Even then, I try thinking, like, what could we have... I think we could have almost cut out everything of him in the carnival of, until he meets Elvis. Okay. Because I didn't really need that much backstory on him, because you find out most of it, most of his actual backstory and exposition. Yeah, and I... I didn't care for the scenes where you see Tom Hanks walking through the casinos and shit doing the narration. I'm like, I didn't yeah, really I could have done without that whole, his whole narration too, honestly. Yeah. I don't mind it. Like if you were going to put it like in certain parts, but mm-hmm. uh, like it was serviceable. It's just, it definitely wasn't the focus of the movie for me. I didn't go there to watch that story. I just wanted to see Elvis. And I will say that is the one thing, if you are going to take anything out of this film, Austin Butler fucking killed it. He deserves an Oscar or at least a nod. Yeah, because we don't know what else is coming out the rest of the year. Yeah, so. exactly. And then on top of that, I think you can easily say, and this is with respect to like Kurt Russell and other people who have played Elvis in the past, this is like the definitive version yeah, now. No one's touching this shit. <laughs> Not for... It- forever because even those performances like even when you watch kurt russell and you watch all these other actors that played him in shows they always felt like impersonations oh yeah but this did not feel like felt like you were walking down the vegas strip yeah this it felt like you were just watching elvis oh yeah it's fucking wild it, it's and that probably was hard to do because it's so easy to make it seem like an impersonation because elvis has kind of been made a joke oh yeah not by, by him not it's not his fault but just people doing impersonations and the whole vegas thing yeah so. i i will say one thing before we move on Oh, I think my favorite like mental trick in the whole film was when they explained uh, the I hate Elvis pens. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually pretty fucking smart. <laughs> yeah. Like, if they're going to hate you, you might as well profit from it. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that was ingenious. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say on that? Um, score. Quick score. I give it a 8.5 out of 10. I'll say 8. Okay. I think it's that's fair. fair. Um,. What else has happened this week? <laughs> really? <laughs> That's interesting. I don't know. I, I did that mainly. Um, I mean, Ezra Miller shit keeps going on, but I don't really give a fuck anymore. <laughs> the dude is fucking crazy. It, he's too far. I'm afraid. I, I'm afraid he's never going to come back to reality. He's getting himself into a lot of trouble as it is. Yeah. Uh, We'll cover really, really, really fast. He has a fucking compound. Compound. <laughs> he's a he's a cult basically. He he's gonna be a. I I really hope it doesn't come to this. He's starting to feel a little bit like Charles Manson esque, and he's actually in trouble because I believe it's in Vermont. Is the compound? I think so. And um, uh. He's has like a gigantic marijuana farm and he is about to get in a lot of trouble for that alone because he doesn't have a license to grow the amount in which he is growing. 
I think he's growing somewhere in the realm of like at least 21 different strange strains and multiple plants each. And you're allotted two to four plants per person. Wow. So he went a little overboard and he's probably going to get ATF'd or uh, <laughs> DEA'd, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's going to fucking take him down. And then you have the guns. Guns. And then you have uh, the father who is trying to get his child from the compound because the mother ran there and claimed he was abusive and stuff. And that child ended up uh, chewing on a live bullet. Um, I don't mean that as like a metaphor. It sounds way worse when I think about it that way. Literally, the child was like playing with a bullet in their mouth. Yeah. That sounds better. It doesn't feel like I just made fun of a kid blowing their head off. Yeah. So, um, it's he's in trouble yeah um and it sounds like he may have groomed more than one person yep because he has like a bunch of followers and they're all like late teens yeah very disturbing this dude's 29 i think so i just really hope this doesn't end badly yeah i really don't i really hope it doesn't um as far as like the flash movie that movie's fucked no did they the fact that all they've come out and said is, hey, we're just not going to work with him in the future. <laughs> and we're just hoping it stays at a low level. It's already past low it's level. It's been pat- way past for a while now. It's multiple assaults, a potential kidnapping. A death threat. Uh, essentially fleeing when you have warrants. Child endangerment. Drug shit. Yeah. It's, it's gone. It's done. And but the sad thing is, I really still feel like even if everything comes out to the best terms possible, like for like everybody's safety, still feel like he's not going to get any repercussions. I don't know. It's just the way the world feels. Like if you have that kind of clout, you're just kind of. I don't think he has as much clout as people think, though. He's not very big. He thinks he does. He has willed his clout into existence at this point. (laughs) Yeah, like it's fucking gross. Yeah, and. I'm really, really curious to see what they do with this Flash stuff. At this point, they just need to completely get rid of him and recast and reshoot everything he did. Everything? That's like the whole movie. Everything. That's the whole movie. You know how much that would cost? That movie's going to end up being like fucking like $600 million movie or some shit. Yeah, and it's probably better for their PR that they just do it. Maybe better for PR, but it's not going to make that back. They've made worse decisions monetarily, (laughs) so... I mean... uh, What what was that one fucking Warner Brothers movie? Uh, Justice League? Oh, God. That they fucking dumped another $70 into to just... Do effects? Yeah. and And shoot, like two additional scenes yeah something like that in Zack snyder's driveway on his driveway (laughs) yeah i thought at one point he said it was in his garage too yeah like the green screen all set up and shit which is fucking wild yeah um yeah it's and that wasn't even for something that got released uh the one in the driveway was the nightmare scene at the end with the joker okay because i know the green lantern thing was what he shot in his garage on the green screen but that never showed up that should have been there instead of the Martian Manager. Agreed. Because Martian Manager looked like ass. I didn't think he looked bad. I just thought it was unnecessary. It was very forced. It was very, very forced. Especially when it's a character we've seen for three movies now. Yeah. 
And like, then really? just whole time, him? he was... He couldn't have... Drop you know, a hint at all anywhere? Or gone and helped Superman when fucking Kryptonians are destroying the world? Yeah. I'm sorry, that's just a logical fallacy. Yep. It's not... Doesn't work for me. Yep. It bothered me a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, just... I... At this point, all they have to do is Tig Nataro it. But that was, like, not as much footage, though. I mean, yeah, but look at the way they shot it to get around all that. I guess. That'd be harder for the Flash, though, because he has to interact with a whole bunch of shit. I mean, yeah, that, that the is main the main character. It's fucking hard, but <laughs> you just have to redo the whole thing if you're going to do that. And that would piss a lot of people off. Who knows if people can come back and <sighs> honestly just release it on HBO Max and call it good. I think honestly maybe that's the way to go now because they're going to lose money on this regardless at this point because of him. I just want to see Michael Keaton. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the rest of the movie. Yeah, like I just want to see the Batmobile updated. I want to see him in the new suit and call it a day. You can fucking throw away Supergirl. You can throw away everything <laughs> else. I don't give a shit. That's all I want. Yeah. That is, I can't say still. He's he's in my top two Batman now. But even if you don't get him in this movie or you don't get this movie at all, you'll still get to see him in Batgirl. But will it be as good as what was filmed? You mean what would be good as Flash? His scenes in the Flash. Oh, I don't give a fuck okay. about the Flash okay. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> until they recast. Uh, in five years when they decide to reboot the whole dceu because they have no choice anymore they need to do it now yeah after bad girl just fucking do it well after aquaman 2 just fucking do it because i think that's the last one that's coming out shazam is that the last one black adam well black adam comes out this year in october does aquaman not come out this year anymore no december i think fuck me dude i don't know i they keep switching dates around so i get confused okay <sighs> Shazam and Black Adam at this moment can stay. Aquaman, get rid of it. Until they come out and they connect themselves to continuity too much, they can stay. Mm -hmm. They kind of showed Superman in Shazam, but it's not the end of the world. Right. You can get around that. It makes me sad, though, because that means Peacemaker's fucked for a second season. Yep. Because they literally have the flash aquaman and wonder woman show up at the end but that you can you can just never talk about that again though i mean yeah it is peacemaker it's perfectly yeah i think i'd rather see another peacemaker series than anything suicide squad related ever again the peacemaker series hbo did that perfectly because compared to a marvel tv show they have that in the bag. Oh, 100%. because <clears throat> it's just a problem with the Disney Plus shows in general. I think it's like the six episode things. It almost seems like a mandate, and they just feel kind of empty. They don't feel like shows. So I don't know. I really enjoyed Loki and WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision. I did. Other than that, Falcon Winter Soldier was kind of a bust. It was decent. Loki was ass. Um, I disagree. I didn't even see it. I know you didn't. <laughs> um, I didn't still ask. Hawkeye was. I didn't see it. Didn't bother. Not even Haley Steinfeld couldn't even get me to watch that show. She was the highlight of the show, but yeah. it's still just there were things that were done towards the end that really pissed me off, like all the kingpin shit. And now Echo's getting her own show. Yeah. Which a lot of people are theorizing she's actually not, and it's just code for a Daredevil show. But they've confirmed he's getting a new season yeah. too so they even I'm, said it's gonna be toned down i don't want it if it's gonna be toned down that that deserves to be rated r 
Yeah. That's what that and Punisher are my two like rated R wish lists from Marvel. Yeah. I would rather see Deadpool as PG thirteen than see Daredevil as PG thirteen ever again. Yeah. Especially after Affleck. But I don't know, man, like DC definitely honestly, I would rather see DC just switch everything to if you want to have a superhero film, superheroes get their own solo shit that doesn't have to be connected. Yeah, because that's when DC works really good is when they do the solo shit, obviously. If, if you want to do a Justice League TV show, I'm there for it. Recast with all new people and just do Justice League the show. You're already doing the boys with this gigantic fucking but Amazon budget. Just do the same thing with Justice League and do something interesting. You can do Justice League versus Injustice League. Shit like that. I get that they're fighting for money at this point between Warner Brothers and Disney and that's all this is. But I'd rather see TV show version of Justice League than any of the Marvel shit. Yeah. And also we got that Joker sequel coming. Ha ha land. I'm still. I'm actually getting excited the more I think about it. I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling, but I'm gonna watch it. I don't think Todd Phillips would just fucking do bullshit to do it uh, when it comes to this. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> when it comes to this, <laughs> we talked about this last. Yeah, week. because it seems like he takes this Joker serious at least. Um, so I mean, when you win an Oscar, or when your lead wins an Oscar, and you get you make a bill yeah. off of what a fifty million dollar budget. Yeah, literally. 20 times your budget some shit like that i'm like yeah i mean fucking nuts yeah i mean the studio they saw that they're gonna like yeah we're gonna have to make one. Oh yeah i mean in a business standpoint it makes sense from a business standpoint but i just it's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard the fact that joaquin even entertained the idea of this gives me hope but it's just like i don't know dude it gives me chills that they're gonna fuck it up i don't think they are I don't think they are. I think this is going to be even more brutal. It's going to be more intense. It's going to be more artistic. I got to be honest. I'm over Lady Gaga too, though. So I'm not. I know you're I not. Can't. But I, I've never been a big fan. I love fucking Lady Gaga. Dude. I've enjoyed certain things she's done. I will also admit, though, I've never watched anything she's acted in, including A Star Is Born. Fantastic. Um, I just I. <sighs> She seems very pretentious to me. I used to really enjoy the stuff she used to do where she was like trying to protest and all this other stuff. I thought the meat dress was at least interesting. But now I look at it and it's just like it feels all pretentious to I me. I don't it's not because she's like one of the last true like artists left. Like just fucking like I don't know, like the show, the music the talent, like everything. I kind of feel that way about the weekend. Yeah, he's one too. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, like, oh no, nah, you don't got very many. No, because other than that, you really just have. Either, you put like, Kendrick there. Because as far as like showmanship yeah. and like when he does, there's a lot of issues. Especially with that photo you showed me. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, because I'm talking when I'm showmanship. I'm not talking about somebody who just goes on stage and just like raps yeah. or sings. Oh yeah. It's not like, and I'm not saying it as an insult, but like Post Malone goes to perform and that's basically all he does up there. Other than like perform, they're not doing anything like extravagant artistic or like doing big shows the way that certain people do. Yeah. Um, Trent Reznor. 
is probably the one of the last like rock stars left. Uh, mm, you wouldn't consider like Corey Taylor? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so one of. Well, I think that's fair. See, that's the problem. I mean, my, I put, my head I put Marilyn jumping. Manson there, but I don't know how to feel about him anymore. I would uh, still put him there. I mean, yeah, but I, I, even if he didn't have allegations, I wouldn't put him in there anymore. I mean, I would for nostalgic's sake, but, I mean, come on. His shows have been asked for a while now. His performances have been asked for a while now. I think when you hit a certain age, people need a little bit of a break. <laughs> I mean, you just you don't never take care of himself either. That's a problem. Yeah, it's a huge problem. And he's drunk all the time, too. I so. mean, it worked for Keith Richards. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, those are, like, legit rock stars. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, But, yeah. Um, ha ha land coming soon. Fale adieu. Fale adieu. Fale adieu. Folly a ducks. Fale adieu. Fale adieu. Fale a duck. Fale a duck. Fale a dick. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the right word. Uh, Every time I think of fillet a dick, I think of that cannibal guy. I was thinking fillet a dick. Fillet a dick. Fillet. Filate? Filate? You know what filate is, right? No. It's like, it's a blowjob. <laughs> filate? That's fellatio. Yeah, but to filate. Oh, to filate. To filate is the act of fellatio. Okay. Filate a dick. Filate a dick. Filate um, a dick. This is awful. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, do you have anything else you can Ain't think no of? Ain't no reason that we should be alone tonight. Yeah, baby. <laughs> what are you talking It's Lady Gaga. She's yeah. fucking hard. If I ever met Lady Gaga, <laughs> I'd fucking cry. Legit? Yeah, she's one of my top ten artists of all time. I mean, that's fair. I'm trying to think if I have any that I wouldn't admit, though. Uh, Corey Taylor, I'm crying. Trent Reznor, I'm crying. Bones, I'm crying. Lady Gaga, I'm crying. Mm. That's probably pretty much it. See, I like to think that Kendrick, if I met... I'm See, I like to think that if I met somebody famous, I'd be like, oh, you know, cool, like fucking whatever. <laughs> but I met a fighter that I didn't even fucking like one time, and I was <laughs> like, like, yo, ah! let's take a picture, bro. <laughs> yeah. And like, I didn't I even make sure the, tic- the picture went out good or nothing. I like, it's all blurry on You're my phone. I was, like, it, bro. I was like, well, it's there now. I actually hated him when I fucking, before I met him, because, uh, it was uh, the dude who f- beat CM Punk in his first fight. Oh, it's damn. the only reason I recognized him. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I was like, I'll get a picture with him. It was uh, Mickey Gall. And Mickey I don't Gold. even think I said thank you after I got the picture. I was just like, click. All right, peace. <laughs> I was like, it is crazy. Like the difference between like what we perceive as like normal people that we will see on the street every day. We can go talk to with no fucking problem. But if I were to be in that situation, I probably would get flustered again. Do you think if, you, like, when we get big, like, do you think you'd get pissed off when people like, ask for a picture or an autograph? No. I don't think I would either. That's why I don't understand what people do. I'm sure... I mean, if you're in a bad mood or something's going wrong and people are hounding you, maybe. Yeah. But even then, I still wouldn't go off on anybody. No, I'd just be like, hey, you know, like, I, I appreciate it. I don't know. <laughs> I'd just be like, hey, man, I appreciate it. I'm having a down day. Let me take a picture with you real quick. After that, let's just... You can fuck off. <laughs> yeah, like, l- l- after that, leave me alone. I could be a lot meaner than I am. Just appreciate but that I'm doing But they're still going to fucking roast you on Twitter and try to cancel you for it, probably. That's fine. At least I'm being respectful. I didn't slap somebody because they were trying to fucking take a picture of or me. Or fucking pull a Christian Bale <laughs> on the set of Terminator. 
<laughs> oh, see, that one I feel like is maybe slightly more justified than a lot of the shit we've seen. A guy just walked in the shot on accident. I know. <laughs> that was it. But when you're that into it, I mean, like, dude literally yelled at him in a different accent. And he was so frustrated. He kept the American accent for the entire fucking rant. And he didn't break character. He was in. That is the one of the people, like. Those like uh, those method actors, you do not fuck with them when they're in the method. If that, he probably got off easy compared to if he were to walk in front of like Jim Carrey when he was filming uh, Man on the Moon. Oh, I, that would have been horrible. Oh my god, he seemed unbearable back then. Yeah, like fucking people hated working with him. Yeah, the only reason that it didn't come out at the time was because uh, the studio had sunk so much money into him. They're like. If it comes out that he was a shithead the whole time, no one's ever gonna work want to work with him again, and we're probably not gonna be able to make money off of this film. Yeah, but I mean, it is a great movie. Never seen it. Really? Yeah. I also I think the reason I watched it was because I uh, was interested in the Andy Kaufman and Jerry the King Lawler stuff mm. from like real life, and I remember watching a bunch of segments on like some WWE thing when I was a kid, and it interested me, so I had to watch it. Okay. Um. I remember how we got there. Uh, we got there by getting there. Uh, oh, celebrity interactions. Yeah, celebrity interactions. So other than your top 10, do you think you would freak out if you were to run into somebody? Like an actor? Anybody. Like any famous person. Emma Stone, I'm crying. Um, I respect her a lot. She's one of my favorite actresses. Um, Tobey right. Maguire, I'm crying. If you were to run into... Robert Pattinson, I'm crying. If you were to run into fucking uh i would probably freak out for this one but if you were to run into steve buscemi uh-huh. what would you do be like that's cool i would probably freak out because i have so much fucking respect for that guy it's insane yeah i like him a lot but he's not one of the ones where i'd probably lose my shit over see i respect him more as a person than i do as an actor mm. so i think that like elevates him in my head just all the like firefighter shit yeah. and stuff like that and uh I'd probably freak out for, like, John Goodman. John Goodman would be wild. Fucking love that dude. Be wild. Uh, Chet Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be cool to meet, probably. I could probably meet him and not feel I probably wouldn't out freak out, but I'd be like, oh, shit, it's I'd Chet Hanks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably start going, it's a hot boy's, or it's a, a white boy's summer. <laughs> oh, yeah, it fuck. is summertime. We gotta play that again. Fuck me. That'll be the outro to song to this. I can't believe that was a year ago now. I know it's wild. No, it was two years ago. No, uh-uh. Uh-uh. It has to be. No, 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 Batman. Bite done, da-da. White boy summer. White boy summer. Let's see real quick. It has to be 2020, dog. It's, no. Yep. No. Yep. One year ago. Really? Let me let me look up real quick because this is before the song came out. I gotta look at the exact date. Uh, March twenty seventh of twenty twenty one. Wow! So, uh, was when he announced that it will be Hot Boy or White Boy Summer last year. Uh, and then uh, when when did the music video come out? (laughs) Where is it at? Oh, fucking Chet Hanks. He's hanging out with Caskey now, which is funny. Who? Caskey. You know who Caskey is? Who? He's a rapper. No, oh, not a fucking clue. Damn. He did a collab album with Yellow Wolf. Oh, okay. I, I vaguely know who you're okay. talking about then. Uh, the music video came out on April 13th of last year. Wow. So he was a month ahead or two months ahead. 
of summertime. Yeah. He he was prepping. He was ready. I mean, it was white. basically summer in California at that point. Yeah. So. Um, white boy summer. It's, yeah, it's time to blast that song. I'm not going to lie. That shit did smack at first. <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> the only thing that really threw me off is when he goes for that fucking Jamaican accent for no fucking, fucking hilarious. He has videos on Instagram of him talking like that, too. He has a uh, message to Adele and everything. I've seen some of them. And I'm like, this dude's fucking out of his <laughs> mind. Uh, how do you two, like, one person's kids turn out so differently? Just Colin happens. and Chet are, like... Polar opposites. Yeah, like, it's a crazy dichotomy between the two. Like, one is, like, clean cut. Like, the dude you would call to, like, take care of your children. And the other one, you want to keep away from your children. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it's just, it's wild. It really is wild. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't think he should be trust- trusted around, uh, like, middle school-aged women. Chet. Is the way he looks to me. <laughs> um, it's just fucking wild. Uh, do you have anything Chet else for us this week, sir? Uh, no. Okay. That's fair. Um, in that case... My name is Anthony Stevens. My name is Damian Leva. This is the Super Thwack Podcast. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, comment to our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok, and especially YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> uh, make sure to leave a comment on there. Let us know what you guys want us to talk about next. Nice. And then <laughs> make sure to listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to like, rate, <laughs> subscribe. Trying to blow through it so you can do it. Blow through it. Pause. Pause. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe. It helps us reach out to other viewers. We really appreciate it. We will see you next time. Peace. Peace. Blackjack. Come on, dog. You're supposed to be on this song. Talking about how bad you hate him. Now you on this song. What's wrong? You scared him, Fred. You said he was dissing him, too. You knew know what that is. Yeah, I do. Girls. Okay. Uh, one, three, two, one. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's happening? He said, what's going on? He was going on. <laughs> it's a spicy meatball. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Why did you, you did it weird. <laughs> You did like a weird pause before you did it, right? He's trying to go like Chet Hanks, dog. Okay, anyway.